Hello, and thank you for joining me. I am your host and the author of the story you're going to hear tonight, The Grey Knight. This is episode number 14 of the Nightly Pleasures podcast, brought to you by My Unending Hubris. That's right, My Unending and Voracious Hubris, which will consume all that it sees. Uh, (laughs) Hope you've had a good week and you're looking forward to your weekend. I know that I am. I've been having a wonderful time. Thank you for all the messages, all the outpouring of support, and thank you, of course, to last week's sponsor by these as well. Tonight, a long-form story, one that I hope you enjoy. It's got quite a bit of setup, so I'm going to tell you guys now, this isn't quite typical for the podcast, but I do think you'll enjoy this piece overall. It is, again, a little bit longer and a little bit more story-focused than normal, and it goes by the name First Date. Enjoy. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, I, uh, I want to leave you a little message. Nothing big, just, well, first off, Thank you for taking a chance on me. I I know that online dating can be pretty pretty stressful as a as a woman out there and especially stressful for one as beautiful as you. So, let me just get that cheesiness out of the way. Uh, but also what I wanted to let you know is that I'm just super super excited for tonight. I have been at this for a little while, as we talked about, but I have never, ever, ever just clicked with somebody so quickly. And for the first time, I think, in my life, I'm not scared about the date. I'm not nervous. I'm just excited I mean, maybe this works out, maybe it doesn't, but either way, like, I know I'm in for a good time tonight. I know you're going to make me laugh. I know you're worried about being nervous, but don't be. This is going to be just, just a whole lot of fun. You, uh, you have no idea just how much You've already made me want to get to know you better. And I don't think there's any real way you can mess that up tonight. So let's, uh, let's try and focus on the night ahead. Everything we're doing, yeah? I, I'm going to try and get through this workday somehow. I hope your workday goes very well. And just know that I am super, super excited for tonight. I'm thinking about you, and I I have the highest of hopes. I hope that's not too much pressure. So, I should probably go before I stick my foot further in my mouth. But yeah, I am so, 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 so excited to meet you. Talk to you later. See you later. Bye. Hey you, 
Sorry, I, uh, sorry I missed your message. I just, uh, well, I couldn't answer it, but I'm on my break now. Seems like I couldn't quite reach you. Ah, <sighs> man alive, what a day, and it's not even done yet. Sounds like you're having a hard one as well. I'm sorry for that. You'll make it through. I, uh, I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but if you have to reschedule, I 100% get it. Sometimes you're just, well, you're just drained after a dog day like this. But it was really, really nice to hear your voice and to hear the smile in it. And I'm taking that as a pretty good sign that it's still on. So, exciting. I, uh, I know I said in my last message that I wasn't even a little bit nervous. But it turns out, as you get closer to the event, that feeling might change. So, <laughs> I am in fact a little bit nervous. But you sounded so sweet. You sounded so sweet on the phone, and I i just want to promise, no matter what, I think tonight's going to be really good. I really do. I'm looking forward to the place we're going. I'm looking forward to just, I guess, seeing your expression in real time, if that makes any sense. Uh, yeah, it should be a nice night. So, I think I probably have to get back to work. But, just know that, no matter what, I think I'm pretty into you, kid. I think, uh, <laughs> I think I want to find out a whole lot more about you. So, talk to you soon. See you soon. Bye. <laughs> we really have to stop meeting like this. Oh, man starting to get embarrassing. Like, uh, like we're playing just a little bit too much of phone tag. Ah, <laughs> uh, what a day, what a day. I, uh, I just got off work, and I've been bothering you all day, so I figured I might as well do it one more time, even though I'm supposed to see you in, like, two hours. Uh, all I can say is thank goodness it's Friday, right? Uh, it sounds like your day was rough too. I'm sorry that your boss was a jerk. And I am going to do my very best, this is the special, to just make it all better just be charming and light and funny and easy and easy for you to enjoy and that way it's almost like a tough week didn't happen I um I gotta admit something since we're doing this phone tag thing I uh I'm really glad that we have tomorrow off because I have the feeling like, look at how much I'm talking to you when you can't even respond. So, 
I have the feeling that maybe we could talk all night, and I certainly wouldn't be opposed to that. Oh, I am probably coming off as super creepy first date guy right now. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, so, I guess if I haven't driven you away, we will, uh, we'll see each other soon, yeah? I'll be the, I'll be the one who's blushing from this last message. Okay. See you soon. Bye. Oh, uh, I know, I know. I, I, as soon as I ordered it, I said, oh, no. Oh, no. You're not supposed to order something with garlic in it on a first date, just in case. And I saw your face, and I, I saw that reaction going, do I make a joke or do I be polite? And that's why I love having a penis, because society has taught me that essentially as long as I don't destroy something, that I've done nothing wrong. So, uh, <laughs> um, it has, uh, it has really been a day, it's really been a week, but I had a really really good time. Mm. I'm glad you did too. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Please. I'd love another. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 you can ask me anything. <laughs> oh, Okay. All right. Well, I mean, everybody snoops on everybody online a little bit. I get that. Oh. 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 So you, uh, you matched my dating site screen name to, uh, another one, huh? Uh-oh. What did you find out? Ah. Uh. Oh, okay. Well, first off, thank you for inviting me in after uh, finding out about that. And secondly, I totally get why you're bringing it up. And uh, listen, we're adults here. I have no problem talking about it, but I understand that this is kind of a sensitive area for some people, so hit me with your best shot. Hmm. Yes. Okay, let's just answer that one directly. Yes. I like to be called daddy in bed, in the bedroom, in the boudoir. Okay, all right, you're right. Deep breath. <sighs> See, not nervous anymore. <laughs> I do. I like, I like it. No, no, that doesn't mean I want to call you daughter. Uh, my, my go-to is little girl. 
And if that's too much, then I like, of course, Baby or Good Girl or... See? That's not so bad, is it? Okay. Okay. No, no, no. I'm not going to push it on you. Trust me. Uh, it is a fetish. I get that some of the guys who do it are like hyper-aggressive, are fuckboys, as all the kids are saying these days, but it's not about that for me. No. No, not at all. It is about, well, it's about being in control, sure, but being in control in like a really good way. Like, let's just say we're in a relationship and without discussing it or deliberating on it beforehand, I just bring home dinner and it's a dinner that you like. That is unilateral control and it's something that I don't think either party could ever mind. What I like in the bedroom is that same thing, that you trust me to be good to you, and I'm good to you. I am the authority figure, but not like a mean one, right? I'm not Lord High Master Commander of all he surveys and that booty. I'm daddy. I'm a fun kind of, trying to be fun kind of authority. And my commands aren't about, oh, you know, um, making you beg for it or uh, yipping like a poodle. But instead, my commands are lay your palms flat against the bed or take off your clothes for me. See? See? It's not so bad. <laughs> uh, thank God for booze because this is difficult. No, no, not because I'm nervous about it, but because I like you. That's all. Mm. Mm. It is nice to say. It's nice to hear, I imagine. <laughs> I mean, that is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. I don't understand why sex has to be so rigid and formal. And yeah, I like to be the dominant partner, but I don't understand the whole gag in your mouth, degrade you every chance I get. I, I just want to have fun. And I have the most fun when I'm in control, when I'm daddy. And listen, like, we don't, this is not the, you don't have to begin here, okay? It's not something I was going to try and slide you into tonight if we, if we were to take it a little bit further. That's right, I'm not assuming anything. I could do the fake cocky thing right now and 
I do it pretty well, but I also happen to have meant everything I said to you today. I've been looking forward to this, and whatever speed we're going, it's going to be the right speed. So, just, I guess I'm asking for maybe just a little bit of trust. Just trust me that I wasn't going to try and just slip it in. Like, I always want to have a conversation about that kind of thing first. And, I mean, you have to have your little fetishes too. They may not be this kind of thing, but tell me you don't like to be spanked. And, I mean, there's got to be something in there. Maybe you like your hair pulled, yeah? Or, I mean, I'm just going to come out and say it. I, I saw what happened to you when I said, good girl. <laughs> and I see it there again, even though now you're trying to hide it. And now you're giving me a little irritated squirrel face. It's very cute. But I happen to believe that this is all pretty natural. Uh, in fact, I started because I found out in other cultures like this is just totally normal. It's just totally normal. I poppy. <laughs> um, and that's what made me realize that like, there's nothing wrong about it. Uh, you know, they used to actually like a slang term for just a boyfriend, just every boyfriend uh, at the turn of last century was daddy. Seriously, you can look it up. I I mean it. This is totally kind of normal. So if you like it and you'd like to try it, then just tell me. But here's why I'm getting closer and closer to you. And I'm asking if I can touch you. Can I touch you? Thank you. The reason why is because... However much I'd love to explore with you, I want to kiss you about a thousand times more. Mm. Hmm. Touch me, please. Mm. Oh, my arms, my chest. Mm. I worked them out for you. Yeah, I did these little bit of flexor exercises so that they'd be a little, a little more pleasant to touch. Like I said, I had a real good feeling about tonight. Before today even arrived, I really, really like you. And I meant what I said when it's never been this easy getting to know somebody. Mm. 
give me your tongue. Let me suck it while I play with your hair. Come here. I want to press your whole body against mine. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. When we hugged earlier, this is all I could think about. I mean it. I have a very chaste mind. Oh, what's that smile for? You don't believe me? <laughs> well, that's fair. Feeling my cock pressing against you would lead someone to believe that I'm having impure thoughts. But I promise you, I'm only having the very, very purest. Because, like I said, I think wanting to fuck a woman who's as astounding as you is purely natural. Mm. <laughs> and by the way, it's not like I can't feel your nipples poking against me, even through what I'm assuming is a very, very nice bra. Mm -hmm. It is just an assumption, but I'm willing to bet on it. I'm willing to bet that you have very nice, very lacy brawn panties on. What do you want me to bet? <laughs> oh, I see how it's going to be. <laughs> well, since you're so fascinated in learning about the give and take of it all, a little softer and sweeter BDSM, if I am wrong and your panties or bra, either or, are a little bit raggedy, are a little bit second class, even a little bit, I will devote this entire evening to teaching you just how good of a daddy I can be. <laughs> No deal, huh? All right, all right. I'll throw it the other way around. I will be your little love slave, and I'll do anything you want. And if you think my thick lips are good for kissing, you should just imagine for a second what they can do to your pussy. I mean, this tongue isn't just silver for compliments. <laughs> what do you say? We have a bet. Oh, shut up and kiss me. Mm. 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 You are.
so fucking sexy. Oh, see, I'm going to have to try and rein it in tonight because I just, I just want to grab you by your hair and just hold you close and use this big strong body to just fuck you until you forget your own name. Mm -mm. I'm going to have to remember to take it nice and slow because that's exactly the kind of girl you are tonight. Oh, you do want me to say it again, huh? Very well. I'm going to be good because you are a good girl. Mm. Let me do it one more time, just as a test, just as a little test. Daddy thinks you're a good girl. You are a good girl for Daddy. Mm. <laughs> mm. Well, uh, I got this confident by failing a lot and being who I am every day, even the ones where I didn't really want to be, so... That's, uh, that's how that happened. Now, show me what you have. Mm, don't make me wait any longer, little girl. Show me what you're wearing for me. Oh, such a tease. Such a strip tease. <laughs> um... I've been dreaming about it all day, and I've been trying to talk you out of it all night. So please, show me if I'm right or wrong. Show me that you were wearing underwear that said that you were having as good a time as it sounded like you were having on the phone. Mm, I love being right. Don't cover up. I want to drink you in. I want to drink you in with my eyes. Mmm. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I am one lucky boy. Do you feel how much harder my cock is up against you now? Even through the zipper, through the underwear, can you feel just the edge, just the tip of how much I want you? Now, let's avoid all cliches. Let's simply sidestep everything about how you don't normally do this, and neither do I, because nothing else matters. Just how much you want me, and I want you. Oh, I think that's what's going to do it for you, isn't it? <laughs> Feel my hands on your back, pulling you against me. Feel how small and soft you are. 
compared to just the front of my body. I'm going to run my fingers over the top of your breasts, just the bit that's poking out of that very, very lovely bra. Do I make you feel electrified? Do I make you feel like you make me feel hot and heavy and ready and good? part of you. I want every part of you. I want to make you just feel as sexy as I think you are. Mm. <laughs> I want to drain you of resistance. That's what's so funny. I just, after I fuck the last no out of you, I want you to lounge. I want your head on my chest as I stroke your very sweat-stricken hair. That's what I'm laughing at. The idea that this is coming so quickly. The idea that my thumbs are already hooking through the waistband of your panties. And you aren't saying no. So let me slide them off. You've wanted this long enough, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Sit back. Let me pull in from you while you keep your thighs glued together. Mm. I see that little bit of shyness in you. That little bit of shyness that I can't understand because you uh, are just so fucking sexy. <laughs> and just like that... You're naked from the waist down. Now, are you going to make me open your legs with my big, strong daddy hands? Yeah, you are. <laughs> Here I am, the perfect gentleman, down on my knees, and still you won't give me an inch, huh? That's okay. Let me show you how strong I am. You like that, don't you? You like knowing just the limit of my strength. Now this might be a little kinky for you, so take a deep breath. But just before I get my mouth in there, I need to tell you, I love your little girl pussy. Now, let me show you how much I do. Just kiss it. 
I don't want to just suck on the clit. I want to eat you out. And so I need you to tell me that you want it. Well, I appreciate the eagerness, but I need you to tell me how much you want it in a very specific way. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this is going to get pretty kinky. So, I hope that you're ready to enjoy it. So, if you're ready for more, spread your legs open wide and say, Daddy, lick my princess parts. Mm-mm. I'm not going to do it until you say it. Why? Because I know you want me to ask you to. We both know that if you just said you weren't interested, if you just said this isn't going to do it for me, then I'd be your faithful servant and just eat you out and we'd have a nice time. But you brought it up. You asked. You've always been curious and you like me besides. So say it and I will do it. Say, Daddy, lick my princess parts. Mm. Yes, princess, I think I will. Mm. 
That's right. Let me get my hands on your ass. Let me lift you up a little bit. Spread your legs wide and wrap them around Daddy's neck. Because you know you want to come to this. It's wrong. It's dirty. And it feels so good to have someone finally tell you that they love how delicious your little girl pussy is. You know why I'm slowing down? No? Let me tell you. Because I'm about to pick up a whole lot of speed. And I wanted that contrast to be there because guess what time it is? It's time to come for Daddy. stop touching you. I'm just going to stay right here. Don't rush it. Just enjoy it. Just enjoy your orgasm. That is exactly what I want of you. Sorry, sorry. I know a laugh takes you out of it. I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. I just... You look so beautiful right now. You look so beautiful. Your hair messy. <laughs> Thrashing back and forth a bit. In an uncompromised situation. And you look just amazing. So, uh, I got a little bit pushy there. Sorry for that. 
uh, it's always this weird tightrope that you're supposed to walk as a guy. Don't get me wrong. I know women have it harder, but uh, <laughs> it's this weird tightrope between showing a woman that you've just met respect and, you know, being dominant in bed. It's uh, It's not the easiest thing in the world to do. <laughs> um, it always surprises me when someone like you who is just a, a little bit shy about this kind of thing just openly puts on their online dating profile that they want a dominant man in bed uh, <laughs> and I always wonder if you were wondering is he thinking that right now or just on the date <laughs> is he going oh she likes me because i'm dominant in the bedroom even though we're talking about ducks right now <laughs> oh so that is the whole daddy little girl dynamic and you can pretty much go any direction you want with it some people uh like make it a full-time role play thing where like i would literally come home and and make popsicle uh with toothpick juice things and ice trays for you uh nothing wrong with that but not my not my speed and then there's the i think thing that every woman's afraid of getting well just about because otherwise they wouldn't exist but there's the whole like wearing a studded cod piece you have to do what i say uh <laughs> yeah yeah also not my thing my junk's a little too sensitive for studded cod pieces i <laughs> maybe maybe i'm just a wimp maybe i'm just a sensitivity level away from being a mad max raider in the bedroom i don't i don't know i don't think so but let me kiss your thigh one more time. But overall, that's it. I like to be in control, but it's not about using force. And it's not about using size and strength. It's about, uh, I don't know, it's about driving the car. It's, uh, it's about making the shopping list. It's about control. I really like having it, and I like what I can do with it. And I'm... Oh, hold on. I'm going to just sit next to you again. I... I just like having it, and I like looking at you while you're looking at me like that. And it makes me feel good, and if you're comfortable tasting yourself, I'd really like to kiss you on the lips. I'm really glad you did have a wonderful time tonight, but just like we started that, I, uh, I think I'm gonna have to keep, well, being in control, 
Because let me tell you something, this first date isn't over yet. And I hope you enjoyed that piece. I hope you don't feel like it ended on too much of a cliffhanger. There are some time constraints. I was very tempted to just do like a two-hour podcast out of nowhere, uh, and I decided against it. So instead, it's going to have to be broken into a second part. But yeah, I, I hope you enjoyed that one. Up next, it is question and answer time. And our first question today comes from perennial asker Carrie. Here's her first question. Can you explain to us exactly what concern trolling is? I think I just want to make sure I'm not doing anything wrong. You are absolutely not doing anything wrong, Carrie, I can promise. Concern trolling is when somebody pretends to have your best interest at heart. They're just concerned about you. But they're actually just trying to slip in negative things. So, for instance, I, I, I feel somebody was concerned trolling a couple weeks back when they said, Jack, aren't you worried that by doing this, you'll never fall in love and you'll die alone? Uh, do, you, is that, do you really think that person has my best interests at heart? Or do you think that they're just trying to, you know, sow some seeds of doubt? Uh, so I guarantee you, Carrie, you will never be a concerned troll. Uh, it's just not in your character. And one more question from Carrie. Can you explain exactly what happens uh, when a business sponsors one of your podcasts? For those of us who aren't exactly aware. Oh, wow. Uh, asking to go right behind the veil. Okay. Um, podcast as a format is pretty well laid out. You could, you can find this information in, uh, if you want to double check and not just take my word for it. I won't blame you. Basically, uh, podcasts pay to be either at the beginning of a show or in the middle, and they pay per thousand listens uh, on average for the first six weeks. So if you have a thousand listeners in your first six weeks, then they pay you a rate, typically like 15 to 20 bucks per 1,000, so, you know, 15, 20 bucks, and then they get a commercial for about 30 seconds in exchange for that. I want to offer a little bit more, but... I do have to keep that hidden, and also, you know, like, it's a little it's a little early. Don't get me wrong, super glad that the podcast already got sponsorship, but uh, we're, we're a little early for that. Typically, a podcast has to be around for a while before we're, we're really looking at that on a week-to-week basis. Okay, next up we have Laura A. Hi, Jack. Laura Hello. here. First, I just want to say thank you for your deal with Vibes and for making sure your girls got a great deal buying You're it. You're welcome. And my question was, could you walk us through the process of programming one of the fantasies for the Vibes? Wow, <clears throat> you girls really want to make sure that there is not actually a Wizard of Oz, don't you? <laughs> I was wondering if you could tell us exactly how you cook an egg for breakfast. <laughs> Um, sure. So there's a portal for authors, um, that just like you go to the fantasy store on the app, there's a portal for, uh, people that they've let in, accounts that they've let in to upload things instead of just download them. So you select that, 
Then I select a piece that I think is going to be good for the audience. Again, keeping in mind that a lot of the people who are downloading that don't have any idea what I am, what audio erotica is. Uh, they're, so I'm trying, I'm trying to gently, gently, softly, cheeky catch a monkey. Uh, so I select, I select one of those pieces that I think has more, uh -oh, has more broad appeal. And then from there, uh, I have a Vibes. It's actually charging on top of my computer right now. <laughs> I don't know why I just looked at it like, like I was giving it a shout out or asking it permission or something. But uh, I have one. And then I play around with the vibrations with the app. And then I can input those vibrations into the story at certain time marks. Uh, generally speaking, vibrations are kind of kind of coded. Let's say like it'll be like one 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 two one instead of me inputting all those numbers indirectly, and I'll just make sure that that's a vibration that I think fits with that. Let's say thirty to forty five second swath of time, and then rinse and repeat for the next one. So it's a little it's a little time intensive, but like it's so worth it for me. I haven't gotten any particular compliments, and I'm not asking for them. Like, but I like I'd like to think that some woman out there is like, mm-hmm, between five thirty and six fifteen on that one. Mwah. You know what you're doing. Thank you so much for the first question there, Laura. Hey, I appreciate it. we got a bevy of questions up next from Rosa. Here's the first. Hi, Jack. I Hello. hope you're having a great day. Thank you, I am. So I missed out on asking you some questions for the last few podcasts, and I feel kind of bad for it, so I've got a few here for you today. Um, first off, I noticed that last podcast, or maybe it was the podcast before, a girl asked you something about anime, but it leads me to ask this, whether willingly or unwillingly, have you ever seen hentai? I have seen hentai, and I did come to it, and then I went, what was that? It was kind of, I wasn't looking for it. I was on, I want to say Red Tube, but I was on one of those, and I found one, uh, and I absolutely, I, I watched all six episodes of this one. Uh, I'm not trying to be shy. I can't remember the title. Uh, something, the story of a crusade, and it's all about a guy who goes to... As far as I can tell, the plot is that he just goes to a fuck school, but then the fuck school has something going on. He's the only guy there, of course, and he he fucks everybody. And he has a whole storyline. Like, he literally, in the story of this anime, has a magical penis. Like, there's a machine at one point that goes, this penis is magical, uh, for real. And then uh, in in a horrible, like, show of xenophobia... I don't know how else to put it. He fucks the foreign student who is, because they're Japanese, American. She wears a cowboy hat and everything. And because he fucks her and she is a foreigner and that is so bad, his his penis loses his power and he starts magically uh, becoming, uh, not magically, non-magically ejaculating super quick, whereas his penis was perfect before. And... You think that there's going to be, like, a sexual ending to it, but it ends with tanks and jets. Like, it ends with an actual, quote-unquote, crusade. Uh, and I watched all six episodes one day, not knowing, and I came, and I have 
not looked back. I have not gone back to Hente. That was 10 years ago? Uh, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed it, but, like, <laughs> I, I think I was mostly loving the fact that somebody actually really enjoyed it. Uh, where I thought it was kitschy as hell. So one more question here from Rosa. So in the last week, a new Pokemon game has been announced mm. and red, blue and yellow came to the Nintendo eShop. So I was wondering, have you ever played a Pokemon game or were you too old for it when it came out? And uh, what was your favorite childhood game? All right, so I was too old for Pokemon when it came out. Uh, RPGs were pretty well defined, and it didn't have anything. So, But I did play Pokemon. Here's going to be the hopefully quick version of this story. Friend invited me over to the house. Friend had a young child, four or five, and the kid was all like, I heard you like video games. Do you like Pokemon? I'm like, I, I love Pokemon thinking that they would play and I would watch, but this kid is apparently the one kid that wanted you to play. Never really experienced that before or since. So I'm playing, and uh, the kid is antagonizing me. The kid is like, you're going to do that? Or you're going to use that? Eh. Right? Like the kid's being a real shit heel, um, as kids tend to be. So I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to bust out the RPG. Like, you don't understand, kid. I, I have played Breath of Fire. Th this ain't nothing. We're going to go down to town. So I go into a cave, and he's like, you don't have repel. Uh, you are going to die to bats. And I was like, I don't, I've never died to bats in a video game before. I am not going to die to bats now. So I have this Pokemon who, I don't remember his name for crying out loud, don't, don't ask me, I don't know what he was, he was, he was called Fuckamon, and he, and he evolved into, can you believe this shitamon, I don't know what he was called, so this guy, he had a move, he had a straight up move where he would just rip the wings off the bat, and he would kill them, and he would one shot the bats, so, uh, there's, there's points, oh gosh, I'm so glad that I do the sex first and the questions second. Uh, so, uh, you, you have a limited number of moves and then you have to rest at an inn, but they call it a heel center. But, uh, I, there are, there are potions that restore it. So I'm just slamming this move and then like giving this guy his little jolt cola so that he can go through it. And I'm just leveling up like crazy and and the kids like getting more and more agitated and he's like you, 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 that's too high of a level so this guy this guy is just like becoming invincible because he's just, he has killed a million bats like closer to like 70 but like bat appears fight sequence appears press the button rips the bat in half gains experience so there's a cave demon besides all these bats in this cave and I'm like, well, I want to, I mean, he's like a demon. Like he's all shadowy and he's got like shiny eyes and horns and like a forked tongue. And I'm like, oh yeah, absolutely. Here's the first Pokemon I want. Uh, so I nabbed him and then uh, I used, I used the, the tag in tag out system to level him up with the other guys. So they were just all like 
fist bumping and ripping bats apart, and they both got super high leveled up. So I just start using the demon after the bat cave because I I just have a demon. And this kid gets shittier and shittier. And like they're like, no, let me help now. Let me help. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. Now I'm into it. Now you told me I couldn't do it. So I get to a gym, which is apparently like a dungeon in a normal RPG. And they go like, and he's all like, you, you've only leveled up one Pokemon. You, you're going to get beat. Please let me help. And I'm like, no, shit heal. But I didn't say that word. I was like, no, no, don't worry. Like if I lose, it's your turn, right? He's like, right. So I go into the gym. I have one Pokemon. I rip that gym. I want to keep wanting to say dungeon. I rip that gym up. And then I get to the final guy. And he's all like, he's like, I have five Pokemon. Ah, this is the, this is the leaf gym or some, like, it was like, what kind of stupid gym is that? Uh, it wasn't that stupid, but it was pretty close. And then, and then, so he pulls out his guys and my demon just eviscerates them. Just one after the other. Like they'll hit him for like 8% of his HP and you can use a potion. Oh, they don't call them potions. Anytime and restore like 50 points. And so like the guy who was ripping the bats in half was like, tag me in, tag me in. And my demon was all like, nah, bro, I got this. And he killed every single one of the bosses slash gym owners <laughs> roster. Just, just ripped all their cute little heads off, right? Like this guy's like, I have five Pokemon. And like some of those Pokemon were like, were like, Snuggle Bunny. <laughs> and then my demon just... <sighs> Like, my demon had a move where he, he sends his shadow inside the other Pokemons, and they're sending out, like, rain of kisses! <laughs> and he's, like, and he's got moves like Amnityville, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, man. So he kills them all, and the kid was, like, holding out hope, even though he was watching my Pokemon just rip his team to shreds, that the last guy out would, like, beat him or something because as soon as i beat the last pokemon he just physically grabbed the game uh, system back and like had a little bit of a meltdown like just like there i must have put a cheat code in that's not fair that's not right and uh boy me and the parent's father my friend uh were like uh well well shh, old people know things welcome to the world uh, it was pretty great. <laughs> it was pretty, it was pretty amazing. Oh, I can't believe I told that story in almost its entirety. Uh, question number four. I was wondering, <laughs> if you ever came across one of your fans or listeners in real life, would you have sex with them if they offered? Or is it against your moral code? I mean, it really depends on how they offer, how they present themselves. And by present themselves, I mean... Do they simply hike up their skirt and bend over, as in the animal kingdom? Because that is the only way that I can initiate meeting. <laughs> question, question number five. Finally, last question, and I'll leave you alone. Um, I was wondering, are you able to time your orgasm? Because I found that I can time mine, and... My record is about 15 to 20 seconds, and I wasn't sure if it was, if it's any different for men than it is to women. 
So, just curious. <laughs> and uh, thank you again for making me and all of the girls that listen to you feel sexy and have a great day. Well, thank you for all the questions. And I'm just going to say, 15 seconds, uh, I imagine that there's a number of women who hear that and are envious. Um, <clears throat> no, uh, I cannot time out my orgasm quite like that. Uh, I would love to be able to make it that precise, eins, zwei, eins, zwei, build the orgasm. But uh, no, no. I was thinking, I was thinking, like, how quick could I make it if I was... The mo like if I was you know horny teenage boy turned on again could I could I make it in under thirty seconds and the answer is pr like if everything was prepped right cock out astroglide in hand uh, as turned on as possible probably could probably go in under thirty seconds uh, I would have to learn the way of the dick I would have to return to the monastery that I left so long ago in order to try and please women around the world. Um, so maybe that's the sequel, is I return to the monastery to learn the way of the dick and come in 30 seconds. Up next, we have a question from Lemon. Hi. Hello. If it's not too late to ask, what TV show, movie, book, etc. are the most nostalgic for you? Uh, most nostalgic, and thank you, Lemon, most nostalgic TV show, Pirates of Dark Water. It only had one season. Tim Curry plays an evil pirate. Uh, it deals with issues like slavery and what have you, and I think about that show, and I still smile. I watched the pilot a couple years back after I started screenwriting, and I was like, you know what? It does not hold up. I don't care. I love everything about it. Most nostalgic book. That's harder. That's harder. A lot of books have meant a lot to me at different places in life. Fight Club meant a lot. A Wizard of Earthsea meant a lot. I'm so glad to see that there's like this new Ursula K. Le Guin revival in the, in the halo effect caused by Game of Thrones being so popular. Uh, I'm so glad to see that, you know, some of that's going to Terry Brooks and, and Ursula K. Le Guin. My personal fantasy authors of choice. Um... Yeah, Wizard of Earthsea probably is the book. Uh, I think movie was in there. None. Even even as a kid, I was a dipshit about movies. Even like as a six-year-old, I was like, oh my god, I don't understand the stakes of Cool World. I just don't get it. Uh, oh, is the hero going to win? Uh, hooray. Like even at six or seven, I was, I was a little Gideon about movie plot points. I was, I was awful. And... Song, I do have a quick, I guess, new glimpse into corporate me. I lived in a very buttoned-up, tight corporate world culture for quite some time, but people would let their hair down a little bit around me and would play the final countdown as my theme song. Um, a little too long to get into right now, but I can't help but hear the, any riff of the final countdown and smile going, oh, yeah, people, people liked me at one point. That's weird. Uh, next up, I'm probably not going to get this name right, but here it goes. December Shorshada? Shorshada? Hey, Jack. It's December Shorshada. and I was so close. Um, I hope this is my first time asking you questions on the podcast, and one of the first times asking you a question off of and on, but I felt like I had to because, <laughs> one, you asked, and two, I 
asked you a question super publicly about voice questions. So here I am. Hi. And I'm bright red, and you can't see Aww, me, but that's okay. Don't be. Um, so my first question is, which resonates more for you, a great book or a great movie? Because I know that you write screenplays and you have pilots in the works and then you write books. Um, and I just wanted to know which one, which one really resonates more with you when you experience it from someone else's work. Uh, right now, it's definitely movies because movies are not a viewpoint. They take a lot of collaboration and a lot of work and a lot of money. And when that vision is proper, when it actually connects, it's so amazing. It's so amazing. And, you know, there's a reason why somebody can hum just a few chords of John Williams and just everybody else can just take the rest of it. And it's because there's this magic when that collaboration works out well. The problem is it doesn't work out very well all that often. <laughs> but like when a movie's like really good, when a non-animated movie is like really good, it's like, wow, it happened. Uh, I recently thought a movie was going to be great. It's called Synchronicity. Uh, I thought it was going to be great. The first act was I was on the edge of my seat and then it just imploded. And then it just, it like at one point, like literally looked at the audience and gone. I was like, are you still awake? Dum-dums? Did we explain this well enough for you? Do you get it yet? You stupid dums? Uh, it was that bad. <laughs> no respect. Next question. Um, my second question is, what is one thing that can always make you smile, no matter how much of a grump monster you might be? Because we all know that, you know, some days aren't the best and we can all be grump monsters for sure. Um, well, baby girl, you can always make me smile, especially when you send in a question like this. Aw, thank you for trying to be good to me. Um, I, I don't think <clears throat> I have ever had a cup of tea and been worse off, even if it was the worst tea ever. So I, I'm going to go with a cup of tea. Making all the British women happy. Uh, last question. Um, so just what makes you smile? And third question, most important question of all of them. Oh, no. Is which animal in the animal kingdom do you think is the sexiest? <laughs> yeah. The most important question. <laughs> anyway, have a good day, night, um, whatever time you're listening to this. And thank you so much for existing and being you and being a supportive person for all of us ladies of the night. Thank you so much. Oh my god. <clears throat> Just immediately, immediately, what filled my head is sometimes you'll get a picture of like a puma or uh, a panther, <clears throat> where they're like, their <clears throat> front legs are, are normal and in front of them, but their back legs are like open and split, like a, like human beings do doggy style. And that's the first, is, is the panther was doing that, looking back at me going, Row. uh, 
<laughs> as the dean from Community said in season one, I hope this doesn't awaken something in me. Uh, Jim Rash, everybody, Jim Rash. So I, <laughs> I don't find animals sexy, uh, which is why I had that huge reaction to thinking of a sexy jaguar. Because normally, when I'm not on, when I'm not in this persona, if somebody asked me that, I would just go none. But because I'm trying to answer and be open and be a little bit of a people pleaser, of course, of course, a sexy jaguar entered my head. Like, mmm, sexy, sexy jaguar. Oh, thank you so much for the questions. I hope that that answer does not haunt me for the rest of my life. Last up, it is superfan Winch of the Scullery with, I take it, more than one question. Hey, Jack. Hello. I really like the new podcast format format still it's a lot of fun so um, pretty cool stuff I had three questions one sort of writerly one more BDSM and one just a general question let me just let me just stop right there she organizes her questions like Aaron Sorkin writes dialogue <laughs> like Aaron Sorkin dialogue as characters go like let me tell you the three reasons why that's wrong uh, <laughs> so that's amazing let's get into the questions the writer one, when you're writing your longer works, and I know you've done a few of those, do you do a lot of heavy outlining, or are you more seat-of-your-pants writer with a general outline, or is it some kind of um, bounce back and forth between the two? I was just curious. Well, I got to tell you, I don't see erotic audio as being longer. Even the longer erotic audio, yeah, it takes longer, but it's still very short. It's still under 10,000 words. And for the most part, it's under like 2,500 words. So I actually... I, I have a skeleton, um, which is what I call the thing before I do an outline. Uh, I just kind of try and put the bones together, and that's how I do erotic audio. The piece that you heard today, great example, is definitely one of the more fleshed out ideas. And I really wondered, like, ever, ever since I heard the idea, ever since I got it late January, I was thinking, like, how do I really do this idea? How do I really tell this story? Uh, that I want to tell. And so I, I definitely put a lot more how-to ABC into it. Uh, so again, really hope you liked it. If you didn't, that's going to sound even more pretentious than normal. Next question. And secondly, I'm still figuring out the BDSM stuff for myself. And if you can answer, I had a question about the language. What does daddy mean to you? Like, what sort of sort of thoughts or emotions does that touch on and why, why is that meaningful to you? Uh, if you can't answer, obviously that's fine, but I thought it'd be really interesting to teach. Isn't it fascinating? I have the biggest smile because I know that she's going to be laughing so much when she hears this part of the podcast, given that that was answered so thoroughly in today's story. And last question from the currently laughing while she's listening, when should the school read? Take on it. And the third question, you had mentioned that you think planes are awesome, even if airports aren't, and I'd certainly agree with you. But my favorite travel probably would be trains, and I wondered if you're doing a long trip, all the things being equal where it didn't have to be done quickly, how you would like to get across vast distances. Do you like boats or uh, trains or planes, or are you big on car trips? So again, thanks for answering questions, and hope everything stays steady. Take Thank you very much for all the questions and just, of course, being a super fan. My answer, if all methods of transportation 
were equally efficient in time, energy, money. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I would just go like World of Warcraft style and ride a bear everywhere. Absolutely. Like I would ride a shark. Like if we're gonna if we're gonna do the laws of physics, up, let's do them right. I'm gonna ride it. I'm gonna be so manly. I'm gonna ride a fucking shark. I'm gonna ride a fucking shark to the to the hardware store so I can change the oil in my chainsaw. Ah, testosterone. Yeah, land shark. That's my answer. Uh, I honestly, if they could go fast, zeppelin. Zeppelin would be my mode of transportation. But they can't go fast, so screw them. Uh, definitely not car trip. Uh, I don't like driving. That's why I want an automatic car. It's definitely not cars. As, as, somebody, as somebody much more intelligent than I has said, sometimes, I'm, uh, sometimes I drive a car, sometimes I ride a bike, and sometimes I'm, I'm a pedestrian. But no matter which I am, I hate the other two. Uh, so that should just about do it for us. Thank you for dealing with me. Long-winded Pokemon stories about child nerd rage and everything else. I do hope you enjoyed the story. As you heard, a couple of gals did talk about Vibes. They did sponsor last week. So I might as well say, uh, if, you, if you go to my site and click on the portal, or if you use the promo code THEGREYNIGHT, all one word, THEGREYNIGHT, you do get a hefty discount 30 bucks plus it tells them that uh you know you should partner with me in the future and you should offer my girls more more deals because obviously they want them thank you so much for listening this has been quite an up and down episode but i i appreciate you very much maybe rate the podcast if you enjoyed it leave a review that kind of thing and if you didn't then don't tell anybody it'll be our little secret see you next week